Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the debut of the House of Daggers, No Apologetic Cypher. I'm your host for this evening, the Pen Assassin Number One, and I would like to thank Miss Baby Six Now One for being the first person in. How are you doing tonight? Hello, my love. I'm doing awesome. I'm, I'm much better tonight. <coughs> I'm so glad I missed you. I know I miss y'all too. I'm 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 coming. This is a little stubborn little. Bugs hanging around me, but I'm coming back. I've been here, but I've been—I haven't been a hundred percent, but I've been here. Oh, I know. I've been watching. You know, I'm always watching you. <laughs> now, these are the rules in the in the house, and you wouldn't like these rules. They're kind of sexy. Mhm. Since you were the first caller, you uh, you can spit any type of piece in any genre you would like. And then I will be more than happily to call uh, to give you a comment on it. Mm-hmm. And then the next pour behind you would be Blue, your Blue Blue. She's also on the line. And then also it'll be Newark, New Jersey. Each one of you will have a chance to do any type of piece, any any type of piece, no apologies, that you would like to do. I'm going to comment on each one of y'all pieces, but the next three behind you three are going to be in the cipher. And then we're going to be doing that back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. How does that sound to you, Miss Baby? Sounds good, but what do you mean in the cipher? It's just like uh, after. Of after, after you, Blue, and Newark, New Jersey, mm-hmm. the next three people are going to go back to back to back to back, and I'm not commenting on theirs. Okay. But those that are in that cipher are going to comment on on each other on how the cipher goes to build a networking community with each other. Okay. Then the next people, they'll do a piece, and I'll comment, and so on and so on. Then we'll do it like that. Then at the end of the show, if you last to the end of the show, we're going to have a big cipher with everybody who's still on the line. Okay. So since you were the first one, the mic is yours, my love. Okay. Um. You to close your eyes and receive this in the darkness. Moan inside my mouth and give me orgasms with your kiss. Lick and eat my honey-laced tongue, creating a fire inside my waiting sticky tongue. 
Bite me, eating me clean. Tell me, is she flavored ambrosia, the full thick for God? Allow me lavishly to spread lips upon the phallus of a pharaoh, letting him etch hieroglyphics on the wall of my esophagus, activating pleasurable gas reflexes, providing waves of excitement, flooding my oral orifice with succulent motivation. Feeding the growing rage brewing inside my womb, a directional shift he drives inside my funnel, receiving him eagerly in mo- movements to shame a sexual guru. The Kama Sutra became true. He places me in all the poses, seeds flowing, legs stretched open. He growing larger and larger with strength like the twelve of the typhoon. He has wet me. Turning cunnilingus into speech as he ciphers onto the Indian paper of my wound lining. Suckles and absorbs life from my yarny, causing a new dialect to be spoken. Inside of the physical inducement of another plane, Orgasm after orgasm after orgasm so severe my voice teleports us into an unseen realm designed just for sensual copulative pleasure. He calls me back to him through the lick and kisses of a backward kind. He has me in the air, his belly to my spine, and he chills me through ravenous struts. Purposeful, concentrated, deep in the heart. He seeks to plant an interplanetary galaxy within my vessel. My neck hangs to the floor. My mouth open wide begging for mercy. Listless I implore him almost like he is a demigod. He repays my incantations with slow methodic strokes, sitting me atop the throne in his lap, sending heating pulsating, throbbing jabs and pummeling strokes to my liquefied portal, which he has begun to transcribe its messages. She says, gather the folds of the salivating walls. They respond, congregate the impulses of the nerve endings. They reply by standing, talk, listening to his command to blend with the walls. He pushes his body. He jerks my body. He opens my thighs. He opens his mouth. He lifts my buttocks. He stretches my receiving spoon. And he, in a motion perfected by Swami, implodes and explodes in a quantum moment. His atomic number touches my water, and nuclear mass destruction on my inward being is eroded. I flood, I flood, I flood. Giving him my orgasmic joy, I am made divine each time he anoints me with his Nile River fruitage. Oh, recovery. Divine Coptic love, the oneness. The solitude of a king or a queen, he knows each meaning of the many tongues he causes me to speak. He lays me atop him and says, preach to me. Give me sanctification. He says, preach to me. Let your body be my sermon and take this sweat of baptism and I claim you as my savior. Savior of my body. 
save me while I die inside you and reproduce myself once again and again and again, reenacting bliss inside this final. I commit us to sexual nirvana. Bon appetit. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Baby. Yes. You don't want me talking my regular voice. You know what? <laughs> you are a very sensuous artist. But the way that you deliver your pieces with such metaphysical expertise is beyond mere word comprehension. You is a bad woman. <laughs> Thank you. I wanted to do this piece because it's not about having sex at all. The sex never occurs. It's in the mind. So that's why it was a tantric spiritual piece because people misconstrue the physical connection of sex is so much. Yeah, we need, but it's in your mind. Sex is in your mind. And this is where all that action needs to happen. The body just carries out the physical response to the metaphysical. So I'm glad you I know. Well, you know. You know your beach king is. Also, you know you know I'm sapiosexual first and foremost. So mm-hmm. I totally understood every word, every single line, every single layer. You're just magnificent. So you know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. was a very, 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 very tasty. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you were the first to make me smile. I'm so glad I could do that too. Now, if you can chill with us just for a little bit, it's you yes, about to uh, back and listen. I want to hear Miss Blue. Oh yeah, she's next on the agenda. So here, here we come. Hello. How are you doing, Blueberry? Mm, I'm especially delicious tonight. How are you, my king? Well, you know, Princess number one is lovely. Welcoming you to the House of Daggers. No apologetic cipher. And as you being a goddess and being yourself, I know you have a very powerful piece that will come from those lips of yours. So the mic is yours. Thank you. I never know how to feel when someone gets upset with me for no reason apparent. No apparent reason lashing out as though I did them wrong when I did absolutely nothing. Even not being present to engage in the exchange of negative energies where I'm submerged in my tsunami. I'm thrown under the bus once again by someone who says they're a friend, and I have no problem with learning that you're less than. I just don't understand the, how I'm expected to care. All things work for God's greater good. We arrive with expiration dates, never knowing when, how, who, or what crazy, how life goes. How crazy life goes when you slow down and look around at the place we call home. Hmm. 
This is temporary placement. We move about in flow adjacent to the sun, filtered by the breaths we breathe. We mustn't take it lightly. We have duties we must fulfill. So let's be our best at being who the Most High called us to be. And for God's sakes, figure out how to love one another, help one another. Doesn't mean I have to dig with you. Only means I have appreciation for the who you're true to. If I hate you, it wastes my time. Space and energies of positive juices flowing, and that disturbance is unnecessary. So when I mute, it's no hate, just me. Working on me, is that bad? <clears throat> Can't stop to eat. Promise this year I would be better to me than ever before. I won't take the torture someone would like for me to endure. Spend me <laughs> as I find my chi, the more these demons try to hold me. But I keep on ever repeat the song Grandma and Grandpa sung to me. You can be God's given, no matter how, no matter how you try. I've come a long way in this journey. I've picked up a few Bibles, been storing them for times like these. Times when I'm in most need, I feel like rising to ultimate heights. My ink stains heavy, channeling the light within my inner being. I'm destined for greatness, for my father made me great. Showed me through overcoming adversities that I I am protected by the love for me, overstanding. He has revelations for me as I swing from this pendulum of negativity. I orchestrate symphonies of love, peace, and prosperity as they grasp for the beast release. I ask for the ink increase. He said, show me. Show me. You're not that scared little girl hiding under the covers anymore. Show me. Show me you're ready to open up, speak freely. Let that cheetah beast roar. Show me. Show me your viciousness as you approach the table. Bells ring for dinner. Show me your angry, stripped and hungry. Show me your bear that you dare not take for granted what, why, how I got you here. Show me your flesh. Show me you understand this is not a test. This is a big blue bubble public service message. This is your blessing. Sing-a-ling-a-ling, them dinner bells ring. I call you to feast with kings and queens. Denounce those old wish-wash perceptionings and rationing the full-filling pleasantries of each. Ting goes my bell as blue smack drops them beats. Marching in marshmallow shells on stealth, I pre-release my oral diction. Ate it, trance you into a marinated, fixated balance. Now breathe. Through the rubble, and I let the rebel enhance the new clear experience of this blues blaze on the mantra pen dance. If you like 
to. It so excites to release and write to what excites you. It's the grace and the way she traced each letter with a cheetah kiss. Flow so icy, iced tea couldn't miss my Jada kisses. Some hip hop's game, madam, stress, game. Blues blaze on, blue swag, suave, game. Blue cheetah, eater, team hungry, eat network, H O G G, heavy on global game, B S G, blue swag, global ink crew, and I clap, and I applaud, and I admire, and I love your artistry. And the thing that I love most about you as an artist is that you have the ability to not only draw people in into your world, to totally conquer, dominate, and articulate your world in such a manner that every race, every creed, every color can understand where you're coming from. You are definitely a bad woman, and you definitely deserve the title of a beast queen. You definitely deserve legendary pen. You definitely deserve to be in training as a pen assassin. You're just, you're a phenomenal woman, and I was a phenomenal poem, and we appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And you are also, thank you so dearly. I love you all greatly. You inspire me so. So my pen keeps a pushing. <laughs> thank you for the platform. Much love. And I'm enjoying I enjoyed the piece, baby. And looking forward to the rest of you all dropping that blaze on ink. Loving it. Oh, yes, it's going to get very, very more and more in-depth as we are not apologizing for a damn poem we speak tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hello, New New Jersey. Welcome to the House of Daggers. No apologetic, my friend. Thank you for allowing me to uh, spit on this open mic. You're welcome. Could we have your name, young sir? Uh, my name is Diamond Cutter. Oh, what's going on, my brother? Oh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Well, without further ado, the mic is yours and deliver your piece. All right. Let me straddle your mind as well as your body. We invent the concept of our long moments as we kiss and touch between us magnified is our soul union the time has come again to explore what we believe in the moment this moment please invite me into your temple as I worship the divinity that you are the wetness between your legs is the nectar of the gods. Let me just dine on divinity as you thirst for my moans. Your hunger for some of my own. My lips press against your gem as I polish it into a shine. 
Remember when you used to stroke my thick staff into a 69? My face was your throne. Taste me like you hunger for your favorite delicacy. Imagine me bringing you to the light as you release with all your might. As my shaft lengthens, my hands strengthened your arousal. Lay down for me. Allow your legs to trace my shoulders as our lips embrace. Kiss me like you miss me. Feel me grow inside you. Stretching, throbbing, strokes, non-stropping. Day turns into night. The darkness greets the light. And as our passion builds, welcome to my introduction. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. See, Thank you. And what I like about that piece is that you're very much a visual artist. Because you you made the you made the person, especially the female, visualize every single syllable that came from your mouth, and then the way that you either stressed or put more oomph in certain words was showing how much of passion that you had in certain words to draw those words into the opticals and also the ear ducts. So I would like to hear you again on on this show. Definitely, I'm going to hear you again tonight, but I definitely want to hear you again next time the show is so you can share more of your pieces. Oh, and definitely. we at the Haggers appreciate you. Thank you. This is Black Rhino in the house. How's everybody doing? What's going on, my brother? How you doing? We're doing wonderful, but you're not by yourself. We have Lady Piranha on the line, and also we have Taz on the line. Okay. Hi, everybody. God bless everybody. How y'all doing? Doing good, doing good, man. Oh. And um, that might not be Lady Piranha. Let me check. East Michigan. Oh, it's me. Oh, it's All right. You three are the lucky contestants in the cipher portion. You two, you three represent the first cipher. So what's going to happen in the cipher is, since it's, I know exactly who came in at first. So, Taz, you will be the first. Lady Piranha, you will be second. Okay. And Rhino, you will be third. And you will do your pieces back to back to back like a cipher, real poetry cipher. And at the end of the last person spinning their piece, then you three will comment on y'all pieces, how y'all felt about those pieces y'all spit. Do y'all got it? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Mike's is on. 
See why I write? I write for the same reasons why you breathe. It comes naturally. Well, hold on. Actually, I write to open new doors. I write to free my mind, and in the same process, free yours. I write because it's a way to escape. I write because it's in my blood, and it's my fate. It's innate. Take it on the stage. Express my wings and show you God and the ways the witches gate. See, not too long ago, I found them ways myself. Steady struggling days and a hand with no spade is what I was dealt. And with no clue what to do, I felt that I was going to lose. And still I played my cards. And when I walked, I stepped with God. I couldn't walk no more. He gave me a lift. I write because he gave me this gift to express my words through my spirit. And if I talk to you here, if you listen, see, if you listen, you'll feel it. I write because my words are therapeutic. It relieves my stress and on each other way to do it. I write because my words are solid as this brick. It's like a wall. Hotter than a pot with no handles, dark than a candle with no wick. The shop and the professional photographer photo picks. I said they're hotter than a pot with no handles, darker than a candle with no wick. Sharper than a professional photo photo picks. I mean they're just amazing, blazing like Cajun injuries. Reading this, no matter the occasion, you wanna pick up this page. Cause when I write, sometimes it gets too heated. I write to inspire the youth. Cause through my lyrical Become a unity, conquer negativity, and be this. See, sometimes our community is needless. We're only to walk in the right direction. Must learn to give up desires and affections for natural things with materialistic obsessions like diamonds and rings. Human lists and corrections and stop guessing on how life seems to be. I told you I write to free. And in the same process, I will free mine. So I write for a cause. I don't like to see good things happen. And I ain't asking for no applause because I write to keep y'all snapping. Now snap. Pause. Take off. On the 20 mile lap with no resting. <laughs> Try to catch this instead of your breath. I write to write even when I go left. I write for the baby that's supposed to be born as right, but instead of. Look out, they got shot in the eye because it wasn't wearing the vest. I write for the kids to get an F as a grade. Even though they stayed up all night and day, studying for that one big test, they still didn't pass. I write to my parents and others as well. I write for trouble lovers and single baby mothers on welfare. I write for the don't try to support that tried to be there. I write about love. So in it you can't believe in. I write for that wife that caught her husband cheating. I write for the husband strife when his wife told him she was already deceiving him too. So I write for the women that continue to get beatings on top of beatings and she can't leave him because she keeps on believing and believing he'll change. But he remained the same. And then she agreed. You see how I freed her mind? And in the same process now I just freed mine. See when life gets out of control, same man writes to get a grip. So I'm going to ask y'all once again, you want to know why I write? Huh. I'm just good at it. Eat. Letter to my victim. Because of me, she can no longer sleep. Haunted by my nightmares, she can barely taste 18. See, she was a friend of a foe she didn't know she had. The need to be tricked into taking a sip of her demise. I want to scar her, break her down, make her feel worthless. Her mind and body collide. There were several guys before me, offering a hand to this troubled woman. She obeyed as I wanted, coming into my kingdom. Fear bounced around her glossy eyes. I forced her to be my queen, running around doing joker things. She laughed nervously. Aware of her fate, but boy, she fought and screamed. I covered her mouth, afraid her screams would discourage him. As I'd reached the envelope that covered her letter, I kept telling myself it was her fault. She put it on herself. I entered a place of no return. She soon gives up the fight. 
her body licked her. Soul seemed to slip. I didn't stop till I went left. I sat by her while my friend decided to use her. She glanced at us, at us unable to move or leave her. I felt empty. But thoughts of her thought, having thoughts of me truthfully don't bother me. I spoke to my priest and he said, God has forgiven me for every blow, every forbidden thing that should be looked down upon for not forgiving and forgetting me. So I thought I'd aid her by writing this so-called apology and eat. I am a man trapped in a young, young man's body. The walls are coming, tumbling at me. I'm looking at the glass walls, and I'm seeing nothing but factory lights looking at me, but I'm still scared to go outside. Having fears of people looking at me, saying, are you gay or are you queer? Are you beautiful? Why is your eyes that color? But look at me. I'm just a young boy rolling around in the stables, toting fofos, Smoking weed, not giving a fuck, but my mind is going crazy. What should I do? Should I smell the daisies? Should I read my Bible? Should I look back and see the devil looking at me? But no, he's clearly locking at my door, saying, Joseph, can I give you keys to this motherfucking town? I say, no, shit, as I'm pumping a blunt and I'm counting my rounds, and I'm running around town, not making a sound, but as i Look in my eyes, and I look in the mirror. I'm seeing another person staring back at me. Is that my own wealth, or is that the fables that I told myself, the stories and things that I have undermined myself of things to do? Ask myself, would I hang with my crew, or would I go solo? open up my Bible, and give them the story of victory and not listening to the demons that are inside of my soul. But in fact, I'm looking at the only one that matters, my own self, not looking at others. But looking at others, but inside myself, I'm my own demise. So I need to sell my own story and look up to the Lord and ask him for his heaven's glory. That's what I need to do. And that is my story. Yes, yes, yes. That was a that was that was a very, very interesting, powerful, in depth cipher of three very different individuals who delivered very much on their pieces. So I would like to say to Lady Piranha, what did you feel about Taz's piece? Because he had to leave. Yeah, that piece right there that he did, um, explaining why he writes like that's that's like every poet's anthem right there, that piece that he did. And what did you um think about the message that the the rhino delivered? That's a piece that every young black man needs to hear. Because that's like putting yourself in their footsteps. It's like the un- untold story. Like I love that piece. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, Mr. Rhino, what did you feel about Taz's piece? It was, it was like, like powerful, like, uh, like a, a gun going off, like, just 
pure tranquility like seeping through everything. I really enjoyed it. And now, what did you feel about Lady Piranha's piece? It was like uh, just painting a beautiful picture, like a symphony, like uh, a canvas. You know, I you know uh, I can really understand what she was talking about. It was like really in depth. You know, she was like pulling out her soul in the midst of everything. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, both of you individuals for your comments. And uh, I will be getting back to you momentarily. And please, please do not leave this platform because this platform is about to blow people's minds. Yes, sir. Welcome, welcome to the House of Daggers. This is Penn Assassin One. How are you doing today, Lily? I'm getting yourself. I'm getting yourself. Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I'm excited. I miss you. I miss you too. Now you know the mic is yours, and there ain't no apologies here. So you spit whatever you desire. Okay, this piece is titled "Bitch, You Ain't Dead." Perfect. I want to. I want to take a moment of silence for the dead poet. Because in this society, there are eight million stories and more than likely half of them are lies. The cries for help are heard loud and clear. Watch out for the attention whores who pours their heart out for your sympathy. The bittersweet symphony of life is set on repeat. This broken record is starting to hurt my ears. Wipe those crocodile tears from your eyes because I despise tellers of tall tales. Have you heard the story about the girl who cried wolf? She hoped to sell tickets to her live show, but I'm not buying them. She resides in the lion's den. Stop lying to them. Everyone was crying and then found out how that cackling ass hen spit bullshit through her to her sister in embezzlement. What about your friends who poured one out for the homie? In loving memory of the fallen poet. Profiles were changed. Profile picks changed. Impromptu pieces were arranged because the strain of loss was all too real. People were filled with the sorrow of knowing that tomorrow wasn't promised, but lost it when she spit her Jesus piece. Three days later, proclaiming that she's no longer deceased. Fuck the ceasefire. Who's ready to spit fire like Machiavelli in the Dark Illuminati, the seven-day theory, and set blaze to a sinner? What's not so unique about this platform is that some folks remain true to form. While normal people share a piece of themselves through poetry, others bask in the bullshit of blasphemy. Damn shame that, damn shame that telling fibs is your claim to fame. Each post through veins and the blood flow that remains is a blessing from the most high. All canines don't go to heaven because sleeping dogs lie. That's what bitches do. Play dead. In peace. Now you know, Lily. You know what I like about you, Lily? Hmm. Because regardless Anybody would ever say or try to say or try to think that they know about Lily. Lily 
keeps it 100, you keep it 100. And the way that you delivered that piece was, it was saying, it was truth. It was truth, and it was factual facts that stop crying wolf. And you didn't apologize for telling them stop crying wolf. So we here at the House of Daggers appreciate your no apologetic swing. There's no judgment at all. And we we enforce that you don't apologize. I like to I never do it anyway. I just want to hug you and buy you some chocolate cake and stuff. Ooh, good, because I've been on a diet. I need chocolate cake. Thank you. Oh, we'll work on it. Right. We'll definitely work on it. Mm-mm-mm. Brother Nashawn, welcome to the House of Daggers. No apologetic. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's you. I was going to say peace and blessings, peace and blessings, peace and blessings. How are you this fine evening? I am wonderful. This is the debut of this non-apologetic cipher. We're happy to have you here. And the mic is yours. People take for granted the roof overhead, the food in their belly, the comforts of a bed. We really don't understand the plight of the homelessness blues, the lengths one must go just to survive, the things one must do, filling petty items just to have one meal to eat, Shampoo, soap, yoder, and cologne just to be clean in the streets. So you can be home be proud, yet you ain't always got to look like you are. Looking like you ain't got shit won't get you very far. Those things are tough. They say misery loves company. You ain't got to love. You ain't got to look like you live in misery, though. The days are getting cold. Cheeks red. It's not dripping nose, yet one can still raise head because of pride. The memory of the power of the mind and feelings deep inside. I wish to promise myself not to sing again the homeless man blues. Yet times are getting real tough. Lots of pain niggas go through. Laying down in places not fit for a man. Do what you must just to start a new life again. In debt, in doubt. Feelings of hopelessness, no way out. Always believed that by this time in my life, I'd own a car and a house. But dreams are what they are, just nocturnal imageries. Fight to be more than what I am currently. Singing homeless man blues, singing the homeless man blues, singing homeless man blues, singing the homeless man blues. Just look for someone to lay my head. Someplace warm, clean, and safe, not looking like the living dead. But my life has been thrown asunder under the stress and strain. Even if manic depression has me, won't let it control my brain. Strength within and on God I still rely. Pray be save my soul so that I can survive another night. No longer getting high off the urban weeds that just cloud my mind's thought. Gotta find a better way that's all I've sought. To the days I really have my own home. 
I'll continue singing Holmes Van Blues till I have my own. Envy. Brother LaShawn. You know, the thing about you that impresses me is that the, the creativity that I've seen in you as I have been listening to you has no bounds. Like you take so many different subjects and you put, create such masterful pieces and then you bring the audience along for your joyride. Like you always are in the driver's seat, but you, you're polite, so you open up the passenger door so like, come on, I need to show you something. Then you take us on a journey. So every time you deliver, your creativity impresses me highly. So we at the House of Daggers appreciate you for coming to the no, the no Apologetic Cipher. I appreciate being here. Thank you. How are you doing, number five? Welcome to the House of Daggers, No Apologetic Cipher. Good evening, number one. How are you doing? We are wonderful, and this this debut of this cyber venue was very impressive. So I know that you have something. The mic is yours. Okay. Well, thank you for giving me the heads up. So I do appreciate you very much. Oh. Well. So. <laughs> All right, this piece is called Who's Interpretation. Having a feeling that makes me joyful, but if I disclose it to the public with the mindset of society, I will be labeled. What I don't understand is how communication and relationships can transpire and grow without worrying about what others will think. I have several people in my life, and I feel I can be me with them. No judgment, not static, no categorizing. Let us be out in public where others can see. See, something totally different than what is really going on. Remember back in the day, you and your best friend were just that. Closer than you and your siblings, you would go so far as to die for that person. That is all it was. Nowadays, you display the same thing and society would think you are in a physical relationship. Well, let me straighten out the misconception of what you perceive of me. You think and say, I'm in a physical relationship with this person. Hmm. Well, okay. I love this person as much as I love my family. I would do anything I possibly can for them. We have fun when we're either hanging out or on the phone. Having a mind that vibes like yours is very interesting, and it's a combination where there is an understanding. See, when they hurt, I hurt, and Consoling is in my nature to make and take away all that pain. Happiness is the mass to a shift of related, relatable angles. So, yeah, it's physical in a sense because I'm using my whole mind, soul, and body to protect and care. See, the only girl of four blood brothers, but I'm one of many sisters to a mass of mental and heartfelt brothers and sisters. Does that mean I'm being physical with them? Not in the mind state you live and believe in. 
small minds have no room to grow. Therefore, your visual is very nearsighted. No blood, sisters, but I have a mass of mental and heartfelt sisters. Too many to count, but I bet at a moment's notice they will have my back in a hot second. Now, does that make us physical? Now, in the mind state you live and believe in, see, we see farther in the distance and wider in space than any fixed ideas that many may have on relationships. Establish our many relationships, relations in life. The blood, some whom I have to keep at a distance because backstabbing is a habit, whereas others are close enough to see and stand by my side. Spirit, many in faith who see and live the same manner, knowing perfection is not our gift as of yet, but with practice and learning, we can become close to it until God sees fit for us to receive the perfect privilege. Mental and heartfelt, miles separate us and limit our connection to unite face-to-face. But a voice on the phone and words to read brings us closer than any form of an association can. We are physically blind, forced to listen and feel the demeanor and vocalize expressions. Actions speak louder than words in the case that actions are the words that we can mentally see one another in the light unknown. So tell me again, what type of person do you see me as when I have many relationships in my life? Whatever it is, I could care less because I know and God knows my heart, intent, and meaning of my actions. And that is all that matters. And now I live every day. I am happy. Apparently, you're not because you are too fixated on what I do instead of taking care of your own home. While you are watching me, don't do it in vain. Learn from what you see, and eventually you won't see the forces interpretation of what a person can be in each. Ajante, you, number five, you were tricky. When I hear pieces from you, your delivery has always been superb. But the teacher in you just comes out and she vocalizes so much that it's the power of the teacher in you that brings your words even more life than they already have. It's like reawakening like a great dragon or a great mythological creature that's not really a mythological creature because they did exist before we knew they existed. And that piece right there was so mentally stimulating. Like you hit the mental left, right, back, forth, side to side. You hit so many mental jabs. You're intellectually stimulating to the point that you should have your own energy drink. And you should just call it number five. <laughs> I love that piece. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Hey, don't you go no- anywhere because uh, we got some something planned for you. You want Sweet 16. Now, my brother, KB. Peace, peace, peace. What's going on, bro? What's going on? Welcome to the House of Daggers, No Apologetic Cypher. I'm enjoying the Cypher so far, man. Everyone blazing right now. I'm glad you enjoyed it because you know we don't we don't apologize over here. No <laughs> judgment, what you feel. No apologies. No doubt, no doubt. 
Now, West Tennessee, was this Serena Butterfly? Yes, it is. Well, uh, well, let me say, at this moment, you're not Serena Butterfly. You're number Sweet 16. They never been kissed. Yes, number one. Now, it's going to be me, Carrie B, and you. But since Carrie B came in first, it's going to be Carrie B, then you, and then me. And then after we get done with our trifecta cipher, we're going to comment on what we felt about the pieces that were in this cipher. Y'all got it? Yeah. All right. All right. The mic is yours. I find myself in a position where the phrase, see you tomorrow, is almost as osmoronic as the dreams of growing up. A period of time where under the illuminations of police lights, young black bodies lie. I can only imagine my daughter's eyes when she's searching for that shining black knight to only be told that black men is just as extinct as their chances now to survive. Sometimes I find myself praying after kissing my wife that the Lord grants me another day to live this life. However, I'm a little reluctant to plan for the future when the present seems too bleak to even try. So my question is why? Why am I a bad guy within the eyes of the blue, red, and white? I can still hear the mother's cry. As her young sons lay breathless behind yellow lines, they shot down Mike Brown, took Eric Garner until he couldn't breathe any longer, but the mind ponders about the law's definition of protect and serve. Seems absurd unless the words meant to apply to protect themselves while serving injustice to the public. The courts lost more substance as the population wonders if it's even safe to be around public safety. So is it maybe, just maybe, the community can communicate for unity for too many times under street lights. Police start, police start attacking black men even if they didn't commit a crime. So what about this time? What about the other time? Or how about future times when young black brides look for future kings, but instead of that walk to the sanctuary, they visit the cemetery to bury their happily ever afters? Future doctors, lawyers, fathers, brothers, friends. So to all of my black men, I only have one wish for you, to live in peace. Sweet surprise. I'm so excited about this surprise you're giving me, and I'm grateful, so let us both share. Get it, baby. Yes. You like deep stroking in that wet abyss, digging that pussy down while staring into my eyes. Heat is high as sweat drops upon brown thighs, sturdy back arched and strong like a bridge, and every moan I make, the deeper your head knit. Every thrust I can feel every time you drill inside of this plush entry, fulfilling the first of our bucket list of fantasies. Yes, you, her, and me. Thank you, baby, for my sweet surprise. Yes, that's what I shall call you, and you shall answer, and your gracious nod shall not be taken in vain. Oh, so, Daddy, this is under my direction. We shall cure my curious pussy and your erection, and I'm loving these actions and reactions as she flicks her tongue up and across my slit. I remind her that this 
is his, so don't get too strong on it. Ooh, I never knew I could feel like this. Daddy, if she remains a good girl, then can I keep her? I want a playmate for these special sorted playdates. Fuck her faster. Ooh, and look how she eats me even nastier. I grab her hair and make her head bob on this clit. And you watching my expressions is going to make me have a damn fit. I feel a rush, and I'm trying to prolong this orgasmic bust. Ooh, such a freaky lush. She begins to speak when she should just continuously take that dick and just eat. So I told my surprise to hush. Just look at me, girl. I can read your mind, baby, and I know what you're thinking, and it's all right. It's all right, baby. I like the way her eyes smile at me, and she likes how I sing as I stroke her hair like a curtain. I pull her hair away from her face. Her mouth on my lips are in a deep conilingual embrace. Ooh, that face is so wet, but she's handling it, and I'm proud of her, so I'm just going to be her motivation. Fuck. She's getting aggressive with the pussy like she's been in jail. Gal, I like that, but I control this. See, in here, you're still on probation. Now keep backing up and make them big hips buck on that fat cock. Yes, sweetie, you're surely getting it. She looks at me because she needs validation. I nod as I tell her she is ready for an early graduation. Baby, I think she's about to come on you. So pull it out because I'm the only one that shall mark you, and I see your rhythm is picking up. You know not to let that creamy stream flow inside of her, so splash it on her back with that hot pearl flood. I see her pussy is satisfied as cum slowly runs down her leg between her trembling thighs. Listen, my sweet surprise, you can thank me fully for me allowing him to dig thee and please that pussy. Now, put all of your concentration 100 complete, completely percent on me, sub. Do you like beats? Because I am gradually reaching my peak, and when I come, my pussy will pulsate so hard that you will feel a drum solo on your tongue. About to lock my fingers under that silky hair and behind your neck. My sweet darling, you know what's about to come next. Uh. 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 Tap, tap, tap. Ooh. My pussy is like a suction cup over that luscious mouth. Yes, you did good. Now go and take a nap. Thank you for my surprise, baby. Can I keep her and eat? Number 16. Lady Scorpio. I do not apologize. Why do you ask? Because what's the meaning of freedom of speech if you try to muzzle me every time I talk how I feel? People are always saying these words really outlandishly loud because they say, man, I'm the one that's being an OG gangster and I just keep it real. But how can you keep it real when most of the things you wear, even your hair, is fake? So many different levels you try to take, so why do you forsake the word of real? I don't apologize for speaking my mind. Because most of the time when I speak my mind, it's like I'm in a psychiatrist's chair. 
I have to speak it. I have to release it. I have to take it apart like a jigsaw puzzle, piece by piece it. Why? Because I don't need to apologize. I'm not feeling apologetic right now. I'm feeling the opposite. I'm feeling the negative because the president was pissing me off. And every time that I see you at the corner of my eye, it's like you continuously flipping me off, so no, I don't apologize. I love the freedom of speech. But some people try to take the freedom of speech and devour it whole and swallow it like a succulent peach, but I beseech, let me reach you. And if you're not understanding what I'm saying, sit down, boy, right now, so let me teach you. I do not apologize for speaking what I need to speak. I say what I want to say. I do what I want to do, and I play how I want to play. I am a street poet, so I don't apologize for the way that I deliver. Sometimes I make you shake and shiver like you're going up ass naked in the Nile River, but I don't apologize. Why should I? They ain't apologize to when they strapped us in savory chairs, and they saying, man, you need to get over that. Like, that shit wasn't fair and all. Like, they really didn't even care. Like, they was happy to serve us like medium rare, but I dare you to see, or I dare me to say, I apologize. Why should I apologize for the way that I think? I don't apologize because you were lush or alcoholic in the way that you drink. I don't apologize because you wash your ass. No, you didn't wash your ass. Matter of fact, that's why you stink. I don't apologize, so why do you apologize? We don't apologize, so I don't apologize. My voice will be heard. I ain't trying to be the best that ever did it. I'm just going to be the best you ever heard. And let my words get served as like a way to serve you an after-night dish. And I tell you to your face, not behind your back if you smell like fish. Why? Because I don't apologize. Because this is my freedom of expression. This is my freedom of speech. There's so many different masses that I have to reach, so I'm going to cut all these classes with these asses I whip. People get mad at me because of the way that I trip, but I don't apologize. I will say it to your face. I love Team Hungry without no return, and any cross-lesson that you want to burn, I guarantee that I'll leave you crucified without even knowing Jesus. You'll reach heaven soon, no. You'll say that I was a werewolf like Catherine B. Syndrome, by the way that I howl at the moon. I don't apologize for loving my family, so I don't apologize for the Eat Network, and you just jealous. Why? Because the family's starting to grow, and I don't apologize, and I don't care if you like me no more. And if you got an issue with them, just say it to me, and we can go toe-to-toe. I don't apologize. I got love for Kingdom Inc. No, that's my family tree. I got love for DSR. Understand that is my family. I got love for Epiphany Radio, too. But people that ain't got love for me and I ain't did nothing to you, fuck you. I don't apologize. I'm tired of being the nice person that want to smile and not being that versatile, but you ain't seen the beast like me in a while. I'm similar to a reptile. I sound a boom like God and guarantee that your brains will get spattered because it don't matter. Like, ow, I don't apologize. You can call this event if you want to because I don't give a fuck. I don't apologize. Why? Because your teeth, you will be picking up. I don't apologize. This is my freedom of speech. I hear you stabbing me in the back with all them lessons you're trying to teach. I hear you trying to hate and plot on my people, my children. You don't understand that when the beast enters the building, we don't apologize. People understand by the way that I talk and I walk that I eat. So that means that if you're talking that garbage against my family, your ass I will beat. And I don't apologize for any words that I speak. And I speak it right into your earlobe so you can understand how deep. 
My saliva don't apologize when I spit up in your face. I turn everything that you ever thought about loving into a murder case. I'm House of Daggers, motherfucker. You should understand this race. I turn this bitch into like Calvin Bardis is a being new and proved murder case, and I don't apologize. I ain't got no time to waste. You got an issue with Ashley K. Lee? I tear off your fucking face. You got an issue with Serena Butterfly Brown? I guarantee that it'll be shells the size of cannons all up in your surround sound. I don't apologize. I don't apologize. I don't apologize. I don't apologize for Afrocentric. Nothing that they do. Yes, I love them. Yes, they're the trinity of the family. So what you want to do? I don't apologize. I ain't trying to be liked or even loved. I just want you to respect me, but I dare, I dare you motherfuckers to try to check me. Don't say nothing behind my back. Don't do no twits or none of that bullshit. Don't even inbox me if you got a problem with me. Bring it to me quick. I'll tell you my phone number too. Why? Because I don't give a fuck about you if you ain't got no love for my family. Why should I have love for you? I don't apologize. You can like me or not, but you'll know that I'm keeping it real. I'm going to be all up in your George Foreman grill, and my words will become like steel. Cutting inside you will make sure that these words kill. I'm tired of apologizing, so I don't apologize no more. I don't apologize no more. If you love us, we love you. If you don't, it's cool. We keep our names out your mouth. And eat. Wow. There's like poetry and it's like George Warren, like for real, like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to, uh, you know what I'm saying, Butterfly Brown, like, you kept it so sexy, like, throughout the whole time, you know what I'm saying? And, like, your voice is already, you know what I'm saying, it already brings the flavor. But the way you have it set up and you bring the imagery to it, like, that that makes it real special. And, you know what I'm saying, the piece from my boy, you know, Beast King, it's like, what what else can you say? Like, he just told it like it is. Like, he ain't going to apologize yeah. for a good year. So, right. <laughs> take, right. it like, take it like it is. So, you know what I'm saying? I love both pieces. You know what Thank, I'm you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. What you feel about the pieces, Serena? Wow. Wow. I got so much respect for both of you. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, both teams, you know what I'm saying? And because we we family, first and foremost. And carry that piece, there's something that needs to be heard by everyone, every age. You make such positive points, and you make them points crystal clear. You're a teacher. That's what you remind me of, you know. And uh, everything is just so heartfelt, and, and I know, man, your pen is exquisite. And uh, Kane, you you just put your unapologetic cipher out there proudly and bluntly in your face, and you're right. You know, this is a freedom of speech, and damn what people say. You know what I mean? And, you know, they're going to talk regardless. Let them talk. Who gives a damn, you know? and uh, But you're going to be respected. And uh, that piece was profoundly expressed. And much respect to both of you, great men. Y'all, y'all are two of my favorites anyway. Much love. 
Oh, no, thank you so much. Yeah. Now, I would like to say about my brother, my brother. See, well, people don't understand that ever since I met my brother, Carrie B., it was just a poetic respect because he walk it how he talk it. He really loves poetry. And as a street poet, that's like the highest honor to find like-minded individuals that like really love poetry. It's not all about that propaganda and all the other garbage. He really loved it, and you can see in his messages. And that piece you delivered was just messages after messages after messages. Mm-hmm. When you pull out books or even a documentary, people must get it because they're missing a treasure. Mm-hmm. They're missing mm-hmm. a true treasure. Yeah. No doubt. Now, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate that. True that. Now, what can I not say about <laughs> Rena Butterfly uh, <laughs> A. a. Scorpion, <laughs> a.k.a. 316? <laughs> when that piece came forth <laughs> into a fantasy realm, like, I instantly got, visually, a 70-inch HD Blu-ray <laughs> television when you spoke that piece. Wow. And I was just warrior in the building. I was eating popcorn and stuff. I said, this is so sexy because it's one thing to have a sexy voice. It's one thing that has a voice that just expresses sensuality. But your voice is just, your voice is intoxicating. Mm-hmm. So when you spit a piece, it's like you can smell what you're saying. Wow. It's like smelling fresh flowers. Right. And then it soaks deep into your skin, and then you're a storyteller. You're not just an average story. Like, you're a heavy, heavy storyteller. So you could, you can sit and and read what you said in a book form and mm-hmm. be totally... Fuck these romance novels and the Fifty Shades and Go to Hell and, and Zane and all that crap. <laughs> you can do these. Just your pieces will blow them out the water because... You just ooze it. Like, it's just ooze. Like, some people got it, but some people got it. And, like, you got it. Wow. And I'm so proud. And I honor you so much. Wow. You and all of your sisters. I love Afrocistrix. <clears throat> Thank you. Hey, my casket drop. I, I got to go hard for y'all, but you really, I really love that. I love that piece. Like, if we was in a live venue, I promise you, Jaws would either be dropped or everybody is snapping to their damn fingers will break off. Because you I went in. I say both. See? <laughs> I say both. Wow, I appreciate y'all so much. I really, really do. You know, that's my heart right anyway. So uh, that's coming to I'm going to do a book of poetry, but I'm going to do a book of my short stories as well that I want to put out there and share. But I appreciate y'all so much. I really do. I really do. Like no lie, you you need to look into like doing a CD as well, because I guarantee, yeah. I guarantee you, like you know, you put a CD out, you know what I'm saying, with that voice, you know what I'm saying, like your poetry is so dope, like yep, they won't even finish the whole CD because they'll be playing the same track over and over again. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I would. 
I definitely, that is something I definitely want to do. And again, y'all know I'm a bit procrastinating, but that's something that I have been wanting to do for a while. And so I'm going to put some fire up under my own ass and go ahead and, and do it. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for the support, though. No doubt, no doubt. And mm-hmm. once again, my brother, I thank you for coming. And I don't know if you're going to stay or you're not going to stay, but just sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself because this is the debut of a very interesting show. No doubt. Like, I, I'll stay a little bit longer, but, you know, man, I'm on grad school call, so I got to do this homework. <laughs> but, yo, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? I definitely show my support, you know what I'm saying? Definitely enjoying the the, uh, the platform and, you know what I'm saying, the deciphers and everyone's poetry. It's, just, it's a blessing to, li- to listen to, so. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. All right. Thank you. Respect the crowd. Boom. The crowd. (laughs) Now, at this point, we're going to, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the boards right now. The first three people to press star eight will be able to deliver the next one piece at a time, and I will comment on each piece. Press star eight. We need one more. Okay, so we have two so far. Uh, Oh, we have three. All right. Go right ahead, Lady Piranha. The mic is yours. Being white. You want me to apologize for my light skin, blonde hair, and blue eyes? Why? Because my ancestor captured yours. Don't you think I'm aware of the hate that pumps through my veins? Or that I know that your life is worth less than a slain dog? Yet you hate me. For something I have no control over, I didn't get to choose who has my skin color. My best friend is a caramel-skinned brother, and no, I'm not telling you this to explain I'm not a racist, but I'm open-minded. Your narrow mind is subsided. Do you want the bitter truth? See, my people were Neanderthals, and you all came to us like dark-skinned gods sent from above, breathing, breathing, math, arts and crafts, and truthfully, y'all taught us how to tap our women's ass, you enslaved us first, beat us, treated us like dirt. We learned from you, then enslaved you. Using your own methods, we turned on you. Guess it's true what the Bible says, and I for an eye or two for a tooth, but to me, that just makes the world blind and snag a tooth, but I'm not making a fucking excuse. My ancestors did whip and hang you, separate you from your families, 400 years of bullshit slavery, I admit it. What are you gaining by hating me? 400 years cannot be replaced, nor an hour or a day you spent in hate. I am white, blonde hair and blue eyes, and if it were up to me, I'd be blue with multi-poked dots and striped feet. But I shall not apologize because I am not my ancestry, but I'm rather a human trying to live in this twisted humanity, Lady Piranha. Thank you. 
in Can I call you Lady Piranha? Yes. Wow. Now that that is what is be, is being brought to the table on this evening. That type of in depthness, and in that piece, you flipped the whole coin because you talked from another racial perspective about an entire different situation that most people don't look at. People often look at it as just being one-sided most of the time, but if you look at the level playing field, some other things happen to make other things happen for other things to happen. And that piece you just spit was like a laser target, and it hit different situations. I love that piece. I love that piece, Piranha. Thank you, thank you. Don't you go nowhere. Nope, not at all. Brother Nashawn, the mic is yours. Madam Esmeralda's. Silk bears dripping past past the doors of Madame Esmeralda's, and the doors are opened. Perfume and hormonal scents welcome all men and women alike, with three floors and a dungeon full of lusty artifacts. Patron participants, scantily clad women, alcohol, and music fill the main halls, bedrooms with peepholes for boyers. The main meeting room has a five-piece band and stage for Temptation's first dance. This place dimly lit, red light district to say the least, thinking like the things concealed in darkness can't be seen by God's eyesight. But if you ever enter this place, anyone who sees you, enter, knows what's on your mind. Simple pleasures that might not be able to be received from girlfriend, husband, or wife. Upon entering, you'll first come across India. India with amber skin and long black Pocahontas braid graces her head. Scandalously clad in skin-tight fitting, sexy score apparel accentuating her every dimensions. Did I fail to mention her gentle, dough-shaped eyes? Ever inviting for you to take, to take to touch, to take to taste, make you ache with desire. The taste, touch, her scintillating skin sensations. Five foot four, 115 pounds, beauty with curves in all the right places. But what you don't know about India is she was kidnapped from her country at age of 10, handpicked by a Sheikh Sultan, and forced to live in a harem as a love slave. From an early age, she was trained in the art of seduction. Servitude for sensual dancing, sensual touching, for others' gratification. And Madame Esmeralda purchased her from the Sultan at 18 because he only wanted young girls. But this is not what she dreamed of as a child, when her her imagination of a future life would go wild. But her desire was never to be a harlot or a whore. She thought she, though, still has ambitions in her heart and and her core. She wants so much more, and she's now 24. Next, we meet Mistress Mai. 
the demanding dominatrix. She stands five foot nine, 157 pounds, planted by long, straight black hair, flows towards her bottom. Tall, Tibetan, feminine titan, with crop and whips in hand. Dressed in burgundy lambskin leather, catsuit, and mask. Exposing enough skin enough to tempt the most prudish of men or women to examine what it is she has to offer. Now, mine hasn't always been a mistress. She started out as the oldest daughter of five of a martial arts teaching couple, so they were brutally slain by rival factions. And all their children, including mine, were sold into slavery of varying kinds. Mai rose up in the ranks of the seductive arts. She is though in her heart for the she has hate in her heart though for the patrons that walk through those doors. Especially the ones that only see women as playtime whores, when women are so much more. Mai becomes mistress only after Madame Adorava recognizes the flame that's growing inside of her. And Madame Adorava being a capitalist capitalized on her anger. Channeling it in a way that would get Mai off, where, where she derived pleasure from others' pains. Mai, when she first entered this life, was a gentle wallflower trying to play her part, to win her freedom so that she could find her younger siblings and buy their freedom as well. At least that was what she was led to believe. But these are lies to keep her subjugated to a system of degradation and humiliation, allowing her self-esteem not because she's not beautiful, but what more can she be than a sex slut in her mind, pay for play without the proper education and direction? And what is wholesome, upright, proffering sound? She, for years, hated the mounds of flesh called her breath because she had an ample supply of them. And she couldn't understand the power they had to hypnotize male eyes. Now, my becomes a dominatrix to punish all who would fear as nothing more than a play toy. Her safety words would be, Mistress Mai, I come, which was to let her know you had enough. But Mai had her own way of doing things, generally gagging the mouth and punishing until one passed out. Mai still has aspirations to, to find her long-lost siblings, though she is now 29 and has earned her freedom over several times. And this is the only life well-known, and as difficult as it is to accept, this is for herself. She's in her comfort zone. Lastly, we meet Vashti. Vashti, which means very beautiful. This is a woman five foot seven, 131 pounds of ebony chocolate. She was taken at an early age from Trinidad Tobago for her beautiful smile, and Madame Eduardo wanted to teach her style. Or so that was the lie that she told her mother. Mother was told that she'd be taught to be a lady of refinement and education. Nothing was ever mentioned about sensual relations, which was Madame Esmeralda's ultimate goal. Madame Esmeralda's lies became revealed as the truth unfolds. Madame Esmeralda's night, first night with Vashi, she selfishly took her and deflowered her when she allowed five military men to forcibly rape her for the price of meals and drinks. That she was only 14 didn't make these men stop to think about ravishing and raping this poor young child. Hymen, ripped, virginal, vaginal assault, these men go wild. Vashi could have, could have grown to be someone's mother or wife. Her mother was deeply into thinking she'd live a lavish life. Yet out of her presence, the lies are revealed. 
though she may have been educated by Madame Esmeralda, her fate is sealed. And from the daughter, her mother never wanted again from her here. And it's not that she didn't care about the oldest girl of her seven children. It's just that when you're poor, with little to go around, you would try about anything just to make sure each one is soundly provided for. The mother's intentions to trade the money taken for her so that she could be so much more. Never thought she'd end up as a whore. But it might have been the inevitable. Because Vashi, though very beautiful, had a past before Madame Esmeralda and some called loving or giving uncles from her mother's side since she never knew her father. And Vashi longed for a father figure. Never knew that these father figures her mother would use to bring around only looking upon her figure, her flesh, as they touch and ravish her like hounds, in secret unbeknownst to her mother's dearest. While she's blessed beauty becomes her curses, she can't take a simple walk down to the corner without some man thinking that he could step to her with desire to own her as property. But while she has learned quickly about the power of her beauty and the power of words uttered, with the right look, the right sounds, with the right atmosphere, fantasy could be quickly satisfied so that more earnings could be earned. That's money earned in a volume business. That she has earned her freedom by 22. What skills does she have? What can she now do? Madame Rosa's house of ill repute. The finest looking whore is this you can't refute. But we know they all have a story of how they came to where they are. Anyone can change their story to reach out for the stars. Pedophilia, rape, child abuse, such disgrace. These once innocent wombs change the life to live before life ends in tombs. Stole restitution from prostitution, early bankrupt interruption. No, live, no longer live for this or such corruption. End peace. You know, that was a lot of dark truths. And the way that you delivered it was you were the news going all across the world, globalized. Because everything that you said is what's happening in the world. That was the real news that they don't want you to hear about. That you got to hear about through like a website. Or you have to Google it. Or you have to really research. That was really going on. And you expressed it in your message to let the poetry world know that these things are happening. So I respect you for that piece. I appreciate that. Thank you. Number five, the mic is yours. Very much. I'm a woman who can do just about anything. I got it going on. I'm living my life and I made a very good life for my family. I'm very proud of myself. I've been told, you did good. You're doing well for yourself. Your children are well taken care of and you got it going on, but don't let your pride be your downfall. So, what's wrong with being proud? I'm a single mother, 20, and I'm doing a good job of raising them. 
I have a good paying job, and I have my own car. I have my own house. It's not a lot, but it's mine, and it has the warmth of home, and it tells who I am and what I'm about. I accomplished what people said I wouldn't, and then some. I'm not supposed to be proud. I did this by myself. No man helped me with it. So I don't have to answer to no one. I come and go as I please and no hounding me about where I've been, what I've been doing, and who I'm doing it with. I fought through my trials and tribulations with the help of God. Yes, I'm very proud of myself, and yes, I got it going on. Or do I? See, I'm single. I fought through my trials and tribulations alone. I held myself up, not letting no one knock me down. And Lord knows, playing mother and father is trying, but as long as I'm not in the knee each night and thank him for helping me get through another day, I know he has my back. Echoes of, baby, what happened, guess what happened to me today? Words are, these words fall to the tip of my tongue and stop as I answer myself and say, girl, who are you talking to? No one can relax with in my home, giving ideas and marking this territory that says a real man lives here. No one to breathe down my neck as he holds me from behind and with each breath the silent words, I love you. Baby, don't worry. It's going to be okay. I got you. His rings in the air. So how independent does a woman need to be before she realizes she is independently dependent in each? You know what? Number five. Yes, sir. This is like a platform that really is custom made for you. Do you know why? I did not know that. Thank you. Because you ain't got to apologize for a motherfucking thing. You got your own shit. You do you. You ain't got to kiss nobody ass. You are 100% authenticated woman and goddess. And I appreciate every word that comes out of those lips of yours. But that piece right there, I I really felt the strength in your piece. Not cockiness, just... I know who my leader is. I know who has my back for eternity. So you can kiss my converse, and I'm not even showing up right now. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you more than you would ever possibly fathom. But this this platform right here, I think you can really, I'm going to say it because I'm unapologetic. You can really show your ass on this platform. Your natural black ass. Natural. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) that. Mm. Now, at this time, I'm going to leave your mic open. Cougar. How are you doing today, Blue Blue? I'm here. How are you? Um, every time I hear your your voice is like I heard it for the very first time, so I'm excited. Mm, I like that. I like that. It's 
exciting when you're excited. <laughs> <laughs> so this mic is definitely yours, so people can hear your expression. Mm-hmm. I went to the bank. No money was there. I asked the teller why she said she didn't care. I went to the church to pray for a change. I asked the pastor if he could help. He said that I was strange and asked me for change. Salvation Army, what do you do? They said nothing for people who look like you. So on to the store. We don't give food to the poor. Now get out before I call the police once more. Furthermore, you ain't got on no shoes in my store. So back to the church to pray once more. Damn, I can't get in. They locked the door. Five dollars in my pocket. I could buy a stone and flip it to send it by me a bone. A red dinner sounds real good, but it's only one stone. So how can I eat and get me a home when there's only one stone to get me a bone? But that's being one, being two, and being three. I could sell it to them and make me a cheap, but damn, I don't want to do my people like this. Shit, at least they could buy themselves a life of bliss. So I give them this, they give me that, now I end up fat. Now that's my pockets and my belly. Shit, I could even stay in the telly if I choose and don't they lose. I could stay in the wind and I made a sack by selling crack again and again. Hell, you can just call me Tells. So now here's my life from start to finish. I got a house, food, car, cash, but still my life's diminished because I've given highs and taken lives. I've killed the still at my own free will. But survival is the key. And no one hears you plea when you're broke down and bored knocking on the white man's door. And they laugh and they curse you, <laughs> persecuting, immerse you into a mindset of Fuck it. From my daddy's sperm to my mama's ovaries, my life's filled with horror stories, but still giving God the glories he deserves, because now I'm living in a high-class suburb. But the stories are plural. I got to give you the moral, so listen up closely, but there's some twisting twirls. Luxurious living came to a life in prison. I'm back at square one. I must admit it was fun, but feeling dumb looking at these walls and the faces of those who have encountered the same falls. Went to college in the lake, lived by the golden six, gave up all the wrong and lived in a beautiful home. Being all I can be now, people look up to me from rock bottom to top mountain, mountain top, that's all they see, and I'm proud to see me on BET representing all my niggas in the family that couldn't make it off these streets like me. Go to the hood, do lots of good. Chop down some wood and build up a hood for all my peeps to live. Because it ain't right to have if you can't give. Now we on the uprise, living in mansions, not high rises. Funny businesses on every corner with signs that say, say what? Black owners. Being free of poverty is just a dream for you and me, and so it'll never be. We pray our children will never be a slave to poverty. And though they will for sure, and they'll have to endure all the pain and suffering for generations more. And as for me, I'm watching the news, seeing all my people being abused.
refuse from Martin Luther King to Rodney King. Let freedom ring, wondering if that's the song Shakira sings. Set my people free from the poverty and let us be as these whites on TV. They live in happily, lavishly, above average. We are kings and queens must be recognized, not pulverized by beings beneath us. They, they look at us with disgust, yet it is we that let us set us at the bottom of a token bowl. We vote not, and if we do, not as a whole. If we stand up, take the bull by the horn, let them be warned we will never be torn. Our ancestors were crazy, got beaten for not being lazy, yet we set on our lazy boys being decoys and letting them play us like what Mattel toys. Take a look at your roots, so strong, black and confident. Then take a look at the top. We be weak and lazy and incompetent. This is just what I see looking at today. And just to think, we make history. But we got to make a change so our people are not only street corners begging for change. We must be set free from being a slave to poverty. Dame Blue Swag, Suave, Beast King, Blue Cheetah Eater, and Eerie. Well, with that particular piece that you just spoke, I had to open up some individual lines for them to tell you how they felt about that piece. Um, How do you feel about that, Scorpion? Powerful. I love the way she spits her pieces. She know I'm a true fan of hers, period. Blue make you feel everything and and. You talk about my pieces, hers are very vivid as well, and I just just feel every every aspect of her piece amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sis. Thank you, and you as well inspire me so. Thank you, sis. Thank you. What you feel about that piece, Lady Piranha? I am speechless off that piece. Like, I'm really speechless. Took the words right out of my mouth. What you feel about that piece, Google, Ma? Yeah. Blue is, is, that's my, that's my homegirl. That's my, that's my baby Blue. And she always comes hard in the paint with her pieces. And there's nothing that she can't do. You put something in front of her challenge one day, she she performs it like she already knew that, did that long time ago. So, you know, with this piece she she did the same thing, she did it again. So I I like always I'm amazed and like I always say, I'm a girl when I grow up, I'm gonna be like baby blue. I sure am. So I'm just honored that she's on my team. I don't know who else. Anybody else have it? I'd probably be jealous right now. 
So <laughs> that's my blue right there. Now we're coming to the portion of this show where I'm opening up all the mics. And we're going to have a slobber knocker now. For the people who left too early and for the ones that stayed. And before I say this, North Virginia, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the House of Daggers, Unapologetic Cipher. This is Pen Assassin 1. Hello, all. It's Casey. Hey, K to the C. How y'all hey, doing tonight? Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. <laughs> hello, hello. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Mm. I was just, I was just sliding through to listen to y'all tonight. Haven't really um been putting pen to paper, except okay. Yeah, I, I take that back. I lied. There is a piece, but you know. <laughs> Hi, Beast King. How are you doing, my Coco Goddess? I am well. How are you? How are you? I've been waiting for my Coco. You so silly. You so silly. All right. I, I assume you want me to spit that piece that, you, that you're in love with right now. Oh, uh, you know what? You spit that piece. We'll talk about what I'll do for you. Oh, Lord. You know what? I do it because I'm in a good mood and because I miss y'all. I ain't been around lately, so I'll do it because I'm in a good mood. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what they say. All right. Hold on. Next time, give me some warning. You know I'll be listening and stalking. All right. Okay. This, <laughs> this piece is called Dutch Laced. Mm. This is one of those times where I wish I had a blunt and still smoked so I could light up and burn up thoughts of you, roll memories in paper and smoke them until they become vapor, get high off the evaporation of moments past that involve you because we wasn't bad for me like you are and that Dutch I rolled didn't compare to the toll that you took on me. Look at me. Red eyes, dry mouth, confused thoughts. Was that you or the Mary Jane that compromised me, blinded me. I'm having difficulty separating the two because like we, you get me high for a minute, then leave me crashing down and craving. With you, I'm gluttonous for your love and fiendish for every bit of you that I can get my hands on. But isn't that how we brings me to food? And after a while of smoking that fire, I'm filled with lustful desire and my Skin tingles with anticipation because I'm yearning in a haze of that smoke that some call sour. Isn't that what happens to quick nuts and orgasms with men that never had intentions of making you a wife? They sour. So, yes, I'd rather place unfiltered parts of our time together, put it in a vaporizer, and get high off of you. Because at least on weed, my memories fade in there won't be so many days where I'm recalling the high that was you. Evaporated memories, vape line lies, Dutch roll deceptions, big flick bullshit, sold in dime bags, and that good shit, $10 a gram. Because real love is more expensive, and it's highly more addictive. It lasts longer than that mid, but when it crashes, burns like acid lay sin, and 
That's why I prefer weed. Because I know the dangers that come with it, but with you, I'm left to wonder, what's worse, the high of weed or the crash of you? See, the dealer gives me warning, tells me I ain't never been this high and won't ever be again, but you, you give no warning, no disclaimer, never stating that this shit right here can cause devastation, lust, greed, denial, agony, gluttony, yearning, hurting, healing, transcendence. Because it depends on the bag you're given, and you won't know until you smoked it at the high or low which you've purchased, yeah? I think I'll take green shrubs for $10 because the pain only lasts as long as the blunt that I roll to soothe my soul, even the headache fades away. But if you, there's no cure for the babbage, no quick fix for the broken sentiment. Every hit hurts worse. And yes, some days I'd rather the ganja to the lover, the merry to the merry, Bob to breakups and the high of him to the Scorch of seduction. Some days, I'd rather be high than high off love with the crash that is you. And that's Dutch Lace. Bon appetit. Favorite piece, period. I'm about to roll up. (laughs) Me too. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Makes me feel warm and fuzzy. <laughs> love it. That was so unapologetic. I love every part of that. All I could say on that was puff, puff, gear. <laughs> puff, gear. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could get y'all high today. <laughs> that was a much needed piece. Much needed, much needed, much. Now, since I know you want to sit back in the cut, you could sit back in the cut. Thank you. I like You're the only one I give that to. You know that, right? I know. I like my cut. It'd be cool. I'll be chilling. Thank you. The reason why? Because we about to melt you. That you're going to slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a method to my madness. I know. I already know. Now, this is the cipher. The finishing cipher. Now... I'm going to go down the line, and I'm going to mute you individually. Besides, Casey, your mic can stay open. I'm going to mute everybody. Now, whoever presses star eight first is how the lineup is going to be. Wait till I mute everybody. You'll know when your final one says you're, you're muted. Now, Miss Baby Six Nine One and Brother Nishan, are you entering the cipher or no? If you are, press star eight. 
Well, now we have it. I will unlock you one by one. And then at the end, I will tell you the surprise of the last contestants on this show. Go go right in. We've been talking for a minute. Conversation's been off the chain. Enlightening, observant, interesting. Yeah, I got my men's brain sipping with curiosity on how his abilities are on carnal level. I mean, if you could see this man and how his walk flows with the breeze as if a gentle wind blew under his feet, making him glide effortlessly. His body is built with magnificence, the silhouette of his shadow resembles an angel. His voice, so very white, the vibrations of each syllable that falls from his lips and signals through my body. I came with each dialogue. You see, he made arrangements to make this next step, and it's going to be a special, a special, of course. I feel like Betty Wright, my very first time, well, at least with this man, so I do the seduction shopping. My little black dress, slim at top to accentuate the A-line of the flare at the bottom to form the hour shape of this body. A red crotchless teddy to rock with my red stilettos, black fishnet star high, and a black fedora with a sleek red band fitting the crown. <laughs> yeah, I rock my fedoras on every occasion. I can't forget the erotic bedroom. Yes, I need my special scent. Almonds, a bit of basil scent, cinnamon, a little lime, vanilla, you know, my own raw nouveau concoction. So, yeah, it's one like Donkey Kong and light tonight. So dinner goes well. Nothing like good discussion with a glass of wine. And during the whole time he's talking about how he's going to do me, you know, like, Kissing me and finding spots I never had, and once he finds them, only he has the key to open the gates of love on me. Hmm. Anyway, or how about I'm gonna love you so good, your involuntary muscles will volunteer the services to me. Okay, okay, I'm intrigued so far. And the package of him is very, very nice. Hmm. Next phase is to put him to the test and see if he can perform like he said. So sitting on the couch, we're so close, I can feel his heartbeat. Calvin Richardson singing Fire in the Attic, and <laughs> you don't know about that, do you? But he whispers in my ears, softly kisses my neck, and he tells me, yes, I know all about the fire in the attic, and I'm about to light yours. Another kiss to my neck, okay. Obvious G spot for the woman, but wait, what the? Oh, oh my! He he found a spot. Lord have mercy! He, where, where where did he find that one? Got my eyes rolling, mouth wide open, breathing hard. His hand tricks, hmm, fabulous. Mapping out the direction he plans to take to ecstasy. Yeah, I'm feeling that and that and woo, that one too. Okay, she got me. That smooth tongue, his, his, he spoke truth, and I'm captivated by his skill set at this point, and it's time for the real deal, and I want to see what's down below. 
So first, let me feel around and see the girth of his manhood, and I'm I'm feeling, I'm touching, I'm confused. Okay, I know I'm hot and ready, so why isn't he? Okay, maybe I need to play some tricks on myself. I rub and gently grope, sliding the side of my hand down the side and under his fun bag and massage a bit and still nothing. Okay, confusion is now concerned. Now, look in his eyes, and I ask, um, are you okay? In response, he's like, yes, I'm, I'm great. I love this. I want to feel you. Oh, okay. Excitement jerks my insides, and clothes come off piece by piece, foreplay still in full effect. As always, I do. Curiosity caught the cat, and I wanted to see the provisions that were made just for me. I looked. I looked. I looked harder. And I get down on my knees to get a closer look. He thinks I'm about to give him something good, you know, but I have to see what he's packing and what the, are you serious? I don't mean to be harsh, but uh, really, is this it? This is what you're going to go down with on me? You're going to cut down trees with this? See, my central high has come down faster than light, and I don't mean to be rude, but you're not going to touch anything with that. And I do better with my B.O.B. You know, do you take steroids or something? Because this little matter is not funny. How how do you be so fine and sexy and pull out what you, wait, did you pull out anything? Wait, I'm sorry. This is not going to work. I have to ask myself. I have to ask you to leave because I don't do charity cases in each. Turn down the light, turn down the bed, turn down these inside my head. I will teach you how to love me, broken bruised Kiss me upon the lips, tilt my head to the left. Don't touch my neck, it's been covered in pain and I'm afraid. So instead, run your fingers through my hair. Tell me how you want me to hold you. Is it breast to chest or arms wrapped around your neck? Show me how you want the kiss placed upon your cheek. I love how you whisper and you love me. So you and I share similar fears of not loving correctly. You say, show me how to love you. I reply, I really don't know how. See, you're mad enough to shed the tears I'm ashamed to do. Never push for me to get intertwined with you. Instead, you ask me what makes me cry. Words I couldn't comply, so instead you lie your ear upon my heart. Laying your hand across my back told me to relax. Silence truly speaks louder than words. They echo all around. You heard the thundering of fists that beat me. Words that attempted to slice me. Your heart dropped. I felt it. When I questioned, can you still love me? You spoke. Without a word, if you allow me in peace. Mr. Statistic.
His mom watched protectively through the window as he sat on the curb. He was smoking and discerning while smoking that herb. A solution could not find him. He was quite perturbed. Damn, he whispered, this is some stanky-ass weed. How can something from this pure earth so innocently condemn me? Then he pulled a gun from his hip and shot himself in the mouth, y'all. Mama screamed, sister called for him. The coroner made that call, y'all. See, it all began one beautiful sunny day. You never know how things may occur on any given day. He arose from his bed full of ecstatic emotions, searching for something to wear. He had the freshest options. See, he was finally graduating from college that weekend. He was so excited about it finally happening. He couldn't stop smiling being in a celebratory frame of mind. His friend was taking him out that night now. Wasn't that kind? Riding in the car laughing and talking shit, naming all of the girls that they've already had and the ones they claim they are going to hit. Friend had a nice flash of car and drove way past the speed limit, burning rubber while turning corners. Damn, they were spinning in it. Them boys pulled them over on South 3rd Street. Friend was mumbling the words, they can't take me, they can't get me. As the boys walked up to the flash of car and on the tinted windows, they fiercely tapped. Friend threw a gun and some loud over in magna cum laude's lap. The innocent one looked shocked. Angry and confused, friend said, "I can't go to man to go to jail, man. I'm sorry, dude. Now that's fucked up." He went to college and worked so hard and gave his last, but he went to jail that night being blamed for a stolen gun and a weed bag that he didn't even know his so-called friend had. Man, that shit was so sad. Some friend, huh? He sat in his cell looking as if his life had crashed. He was a statistic to the black road one, and the road one didn't try to believe his ass. His mom and sister stayed up wearing all night and asking other people to pray. His fate was sealed, and he wasn't released until he served 1,460 days. 1,460 days. Ironically, the same amount of time he studied hard in college just to spend that time in jail, forced to learn that prison knowledge, never found a job that would pave his way. He got turned down for jobs each agonizing day. He worked so hard for that degree, but he couldn't find a job due to that damn felony. There wasn't enough money to wear the stone gray monument. It was left blank. Damn, that herb sure did stink and eat. Later, Scorpion, number 16. Multitasking. One hand positioned beneath bottom, raising expectations, oral fixations. One hand softly caresses its skin, the spaces that secretly crave attention, the smoothness of the neck, the gentle area between breasts, the underside of each bosom, hardened nipples, the softness of stomach, leaving to navel, while tongue lashing the area I call the river of life, simultaneously allowing heart convulsions, overflowing her emotions, her face flushed when body touched. Push she is towards second emission. Temple changes position. Hand now raising legs till expose the nest for eggs. Calves 
lay neatly on shoulders. Temptation makes me bolder. Though engulfed and consumed in the depths of her eyes, while Han relates the, the inner sanctum of her thighs, she relates flustering sigh, and I move to a sensuous high. Maybe because she's just so moved, putting me deeper in the mood, because I enjoy it when she's pleased. Transformed movements, she's now on hands and knees. I never was a lip reader till this fine day. Read every syllable, understood every word they say, begging for slow, deep thrust into swollen hip lips. Gently rub and flick her now extending tip. Moans of exhalation leave her mouth, shows her appreciation, and she pushes me to my back for reciprocation and peace. Yes, yes, we have one more artist that will be coming for. But before he comes for, I have an announcement to make. Brother Nashawn? Yeah. Yes. My open announcement to make is we have created the Beast Nation. And since the Beast Nation has been created, I want you to be an open invitation to be a part that be a part of the talent search that we're conducting. Okay. And I will have the president of Beast Nation get with you on on the day of the particular show. And then if everything goes well, which I know it will because you're very creative, we'll be making some things official. Okay. I'm down. I'm down for whatever, you know. Whatever's covered. Yes, yes, yes. Now, so far, how... How have you felt about this show this evening? Me? You. You asking me how I felt about the show? I thought it was yeah. John Blaze tonight. I thought everyone just came came with some good pieces. I, I thought the energy was it was a lot of love here, and you know it was a lot of good work. Oh, yes, very much so. And I have one more announcement, but I'm going to let this last artist spit his piece. Go ahead, Brother Hello. Hello. Sounds like he have interference. Yes, that was definitely him. Well, on the next show, we will be having three guests, and I do mean guests, 
people to help me on the panel of this show. And do you know who they will be? Do I know? No, I don't, but I'm pretty sure you won't enlighten me. Well, one of them, her name is Scorpion. Oh, yeah. And one of them is also, her name is Baby 691. <laughs> nice. Or another one name is KC. <laughs> and the last one is hmm. This might shock her a little bit So I'm going to look at her I'm going to focus my energy And I'm going to look at her number real hard And I bet she she's going to say something Because she's going to feel me Why you playing? Oh, you not gonna say nothing, Cougar? Why you playing? <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be what now again? This is gonna happen on the next showing of the House of Daggers cipher. It's gonna be you and Miss Baby and KC. And <laughs> the other one, the other one, and y'all are going to be helping me in the panel. So the Nice, nice. Okay. Because the next cipher is going to be collapsed. Oh, yeah. I'm about to hang up the phone now. I'm about to hang up. <laughs> no, you don't know. No, you're on the panel. You necessarily don't have to bring a collab partner. But I'm just saying that, you know, since it's going to be you and, uh, you know, it's going to be you and Scorpio, you know, kind of, you know, <laughs> wait, wait, you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Might as well. Well, all right. And that was the big thing. Whoever lasts through our shows of this particular cipher, the next show they get to become guest hosts on the panel for the following cipher. But I don't tell nobody until you the last ones here. Oh, that's cool. All right. You can come. You can come and spit as fast as you can and leave. But if you ain't here at the end of the show, you won't know. I'm just saying, it's very, very good show tonight. Like so mm-hmm. many different vibes and spirits and such, and like going from love to venting to you know the erotica, like. All the roller coasters of emotions. It was like going through a ride of life in like one show. So it was like really amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's what that's what we're that's what this platform is for. You don't apologize on this platform. You spit it the way you want to spit it. If you feel that you have a need to talk about 
pulse-pounding, mind-blowing, face-shattering sex, that's what you talk about. If you have a a knack for venting, you vent. If you want to do love, do love. If you want to do romance, do romance. And the, the point of the loving part about this platform, we you might, I'm not saying no names, you might have people come to the cypher that are actual musicians. Which means, if you're a poet, you still spit your piece, but then it might be a, a saxophone come right behind you. And then right after the saxophone, you might have a grand piano. You don't know who's going to come. But you don't apologize. You just come. And I thank all of you that it came. I enjoyed y'all, and y'all were just a breath of fresh air, each and every last one of you. The House of Daggers appreciates you. Number 16 and number 5, you always make me happy. <laughs> Thank my you. My A-Bay <laughs> And my Coco. Y'all are just, y'all are just delicious. Y'all like s'mores. Just delicious. <laughs> and on the official third show, on this particular platform, Brother Brother Nashawn will be featured as the cipher. Oh, yeah. Bye. Thank you. See what happens when you stay to the end of the show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always like sticking around. You always got to have those surprise of your head. See, that's my that's my ace in the hole. I'm not going to tell nobody. The, y'all know now because y'all stayed. So whoever want to quickly get on the show and jump off, that's cool. If you don't come back by the time we leave, you might not get featured. Like ever. <laughs> <laughs> not here. <laughs> now, without further ado... Pen Assassin 1 tells each and every last one of you, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for coming to the House of Daggers, Unapologetic Cypher. And I will see y'all next time. And you four wonderful women, I will be talking to you this week on what we're going to do when all of y'all and all and just little old me all on one scene at the same time is going to be magnificent. Right. It's like a dream I had. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question? Of course. When is the next event? You will personally get an invite, not only in your inbox. All of you will. And then I'll put the event page. You'll know about the event page the event page is posted. All right. So I will see y'all at the next event. Peace and hair grease and all that good stuff. (laughs) Bye, y'all. All All right. Good night. Good blessing. Good night. Good night, everybody.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.